All right, welcome to storyline number eight in our um, study of the Faith and Work Bible, devotional Bible. Today we're talking about covenant renewal in the next generation. We're on Deuteronomy chapter five. We read about Moses and his people, and I'll go ahead and read uh, starting with chapter five, verse one. Moses summoned all Israel and said, Hear, Israel, the decrees and laws I declare in your hearing today. Learn them and be sure to follow them. The Lord our God made a covenant with us at Horeb. It was not with our ancestors that the Lord made this covenant, but with us, with all of us who are alive here today. The Lord spoke to you face to face out of the fire on the mountain. At that time I stood between the Lord and you to declare to you the word of the Lord because you were afraid of the fire and did not go up the mountain. And he said, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. And I'll go ahead and skip down to verse 32 in chapter 5 and then read a bunch of chapter 6. So be careful to do what the Lord your God has commanded you. Do not turn aside to the right or to the left. Walk in obedience to all that the Lord your God has commanded you so that you may live and prosper and prolong your days in the land that you will possess. And this starts chapter 6 here. These are the commands, decrees, and laws the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess so that you, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God as long as you live by keeping all his decrees and commands that I give you, and so that you may enjoy long life. Hear, Israel, and be careful to obey, so that it may go well with you and that you may increase greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. When the Lord your God brings you into the land he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a land with large, flourishing cities you did not build, houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide, wells you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groves you did not plant. Then, when you eat and are satisfied, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Fear the Lord your God, serve him only, and take your oaths in his name. Do not follow other gods, the gods of the peoples around you, for the Lord your God, who is among you, is a jealous God, and his anger will burn against you, and he will destroy you from the face of the land. Do not put the Lord your God to the test, as you did at Massah. Be sure to keep the commands of the Lord your God and the stipulations and decrees he has given you. Do what is right and good in the Lord's sight so that it may go well with you, and you may go in and take over the good land the Lord promised on oath to your ancestors, thrusting out all your enemies before you, as the Lord said. And just so that you'll know 
um, what happened to Moses. I'll go ahead and skip down to chapter 34, uh, which is a real short chapter, and read that. Then Moses climbed Mount Nebo from the plains of Moab to the top of Pisgah across from Jericho. There the Lord showed him the whole land from Gilead to Dan, all of Naphtali, the territory of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the lands of Judah as far as the Mediterranean Sea, the Negev and the whole region from the valley of Jericho, the city of Palms, as far as Zoar. Then the Lord said to him, This is the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob when I said, I will give it to your descendants. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you will not cross over into it. And Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in Moab, as the Lord had said. He buried him in Moab, in the valley opposite Beth Peor. But to this day, no one knows where his grave is. Moses was 120 years old when he died. Yet his eyes were not weak, nor his strength gone. The Israelites grieved for Moses in the plains of Moab 30 days until the time of weeping and mourning was over. Now Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. So the Israelites listened to him and did what the Lord had commanded Moses. Since then, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face, who did all those signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do in Egypt, to Pharaoh and to all his officials and to his whole land. For no one has ever shown the mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. So that's the end of the book of Deuteronomy. and It's really about the covenant that God um, made with his chosen people of Israel which is really quite a story, you know, everything that God did through uh, through Moses. And Moses was such a man of, of great faith and obedience. And the thing I notice in, in the readings today is that Moses did not lead an easy life. He led an amazing life. God did great miraculous things in, through Moses and, and in the presence of the people of Israel. But Moses did not have an easy life. He never even entered the promised land himself. But yet, God was with him throughout his amazing life here on earth. I do kind of wonder sometimes, you know, what Moses thought in those quiet, reflective times, you know, when he probably pondered his situation, the situation of his people. From reading about him, we, we, we know things about him. We know he wanted to follow God. We know he wanted the best for his people, and maybe you and I can relate to that today in the sense that we want the best for our people, you know, whether that's our family or our friends, and and I want to follow God, that most of us want to follow God, and we get distracted. You know, I know I do. People, The people of Israel did. They forgot what God had done for them from time to time. They suffered from lack of discipline, just like many of us do today. But what would it be like to live such a faithful, obedient life like Moses did or like Abraham did? They weren't perfect. They they made mistakes. 
but yet they sacrificed and they they showed great obedience and faith at, at crucial moments in their lives. And, you know, I guess the answer to that, to the question, you know, what would it be like to have such great faith and obedience? I, the answer that immediately comes to my mind is that we will get to experience God. The presence of God will be with us like it was with Moses. And I, I don't really know what that will be like over the course of my life, but I can say I do see it. I do feel it from time to time, recently seeing an answer of one of my kids' prayers for something going on um, that, you know, that one of my kids was struggling with. It's, it's comforting to know that God is with us, that he does want the best for us. Maybe he doesn't answer things as, quickly as we hope sometimes or the way we want sometimes, but he is with us. He, uh, he has a plan for us that, that we can trust, even if we don't understand his timing sometimes. That, that, that might be a mystery to us, you know, why, why God is, is this happening or why is this still happening? But he is with us. And he does have a plan for us that we can trust. So I hope that's good to think about today. I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, we thank you for the story of Moses, a man of great faith and obedience, and for, for the wonderful, amazing, miraculous things you did. Help us to learn from that and, and to be able to apply some of that discipline and obedience and sacrifice in our own lives. Because... We know from reading Deuteronomy that that's, that's, that's what you want for us. That's what you require of us, that we, that we serve you. And in doing that, you promise to, to, to bless us and, and, and be with us. And that's the only way we can have such an amazing life like Moses had, even though it wasn't easy. He, he had the great joy and benefit of, of you being with him, the, the almighty father and, and powerful creator and uh, almighty one that you are. So we worship you and we thank you for loving us and for having a great plan for our lives. Help us to trust that plan. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.